start with that. I don't know. Sometimes we all just need to turn on the radio. Yep. <laughs> when the politicians keep politicking before, before you rocket man excessive drink don't blow your load pass on my back to sleep tinkering with the show where I don't know man because the truth is I don't know man I just that song takes so much. <laughs> those, aren't, those aren't part of them. I'm going to have fun with this. As long as someone is. <laughs> she packed my bags last night pre-flying. Zero hour, 9 a.m. And I'm going to be Sean O'Brien. Welcome back to Paul Tinkering. Is there no clap? There's nothing? It's just, we're just... Welcome! Yay! (laughs) Um, It is Saturday, September 23rd-ish, I guess. Um, To my, across the table is Sean Faw. To my north, north, uh, east is... Who are you? Joey Bonnier. Uh, Yeah, you are, bitch. Welcome. (laughs) Remember to follow us. Remember to follow us at Politinkering on the Twitters there. You can also follow Sean at Text Before Calling and uh, Joey at uh, at JoeBonnier.edu. Oh, uh, head over to podcast.com. Check out our other shows. What do you want from me? <laughs> I know. I always try to do something more clever each time, and I just get lazy when I start doing it, yep. and I deeply apologize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's Saturday. I'm having fun. Work, I'm having work, fun. work, 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 work. I'm chilling. Work, work. I'm chilling. How are you guys doing? Yeah. Everyone okay? Yeah. 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 Good. Everyone, yeah. sounds, everyone sounds happy. <laughs> yeah. Pretty normal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, well, fair enough. Uh, I got a question for you guys. Fair is fallen. Okay, let's hear it. Fall is fair. Yeah. It is almost October. I'm not not in baseball. Hey, guys. Is the world coming together or dividing? Fission or fusion? Is the world coming together or dividing? I mean, what the fuck is happening, though, Parsons? There's a lot of stuff to talk about. But, uh, okay, Trump. The the the, the doctor and the rocket man are they going to come together or are they going to f- join together or, and and ironically enough by them bombing each other they are coming together and and fission fission and fusion at the same time and then it just it works that way but well, maybe we'll, maybe so but if oh, that's no. the case how do we draw borders should we just allow people to self determine what the country is I and mean, who who decides what a country is I am is the country the of Sean Fall is it the people is yeah. it the other people who are saying that you're the people who should be there um. Is it whatever government it is? I mean, we have Brexit, we have Iraq, we have Spain, we have Calexit, we have Turkey. Everybody's just trying to become their own country, and at the same time, they already are a country, but it doesn't make any sense. If they are a country, why do they want to be a country? And if they're in a country, why don't they want to be a different country within that country? It's just very strange. I don't understand. Another thing I don't understand, I don't know what's going on with Russia. There's a lot of Russia stuff going on. Sean has a corrections corner at some point, probably not related to Russia. Joey has stuff he doesn't talk about Russia. I don't know what's going to go on there, but Paul Manafort and Robert Mueller and Bernie Sanders, apparently, for some reason, I don't know what's going on there, but we're going to check out the Russia stuff a little bit. I don't know what happens. Anyway, but also, more importantly, the, we're going to close off with who who how do we who who the fuck how how should how how do we know who to listen to hollywood thinks that they're smart and then st louis people are saying things as well but jimmy kimmel says something else but then sports figures say things but then trump says things and then the nra says and nra says things i don't know to listen to but are we coming together or dividing are, are you tweet? Are you coming together or dividing? <laughs> you I have come you seem to be come up and coming apart. Yes, sir. I've come undone. Hold yeah. me closer, Tony Danza. Damn. Tony- <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, it was one of the ones I was going to allow. So yeah, good job. But, one of the ones you were going to allow? Yeah, remember I wanted the Tidy Dancer reference. Oh, I don't remember that. That was a request, not an allowance. Yeah. Either way. Right? <laughs> no, it's not either way. I'm celebrating in it. <laughs> fuck, in one, you can very go fuck yourself. In the other, cool. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, what do you guys want to start with? I don't know. Let's talk about the Dotard and the Rocket Man. So I love that. I love the North Korea thing. Let's just do this. It, you can head over to to South Park, going down on South Park to like listen to us Walrus talk more about it. <laughs> it. It basically is actually. It is exactly that. Um, and I guess that makes us the oysters more or less. Yeah, I have basically. no idea what you guys are talking yep. about. You've you've no idea what we're talking about. Walrus and the car. car what? Jeez. Really? You have no idea what we're talking about. Sorry. Okay, you should be a little bit. We'll talk of, a thing. <laughs> we'll talk of things of like sealing wax and cabbages and kings. Yeah, and why the sea is boiling hot. And is this an old person wings. thing? Kalu Pele, come run away. 
we'll seize the, the day. And, yeah. Anyway, um, the Doctor and the Rocket fucking, Man. Uh, uh, Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. It's technically through the Looking Glass, but <laughs> um, I love. By the way, let's just jump straight into North Korea. Mm. Uh, somebody want to say what happened this week, real quick? Joey. Yeah. Say real quick. Um, say what happened real quick. Trump said some shit. Kim Jong Un insulted him. He insulted him back. Where did Trump say said shit? On tweets and, and? also in the UN. <laughs> the he said something in front of the UN. See that? It was good, right? It was a good pun. No. <laughs> Pretty okay. It's the un versus the un. Okay, whatever. You can't call that much attention to it, though. Yeah. You lose, you lose to, a point or two. You know what? That's fine. Well, I it's, learned from you. <laughs> it's a confusing pun because there's literally an un. I, that's what a pun is. No. Okay. Oh, never mind. Okay. Okay. Let's. <laughs> She's I, confusing. I love how the Korean word that un actually used was was like lunatic, uh, old lunatic beast, or like mm. lunatic old beast, old whatever. It's, so it's not, but they, but the translator translated it to to dotard, which is funny. But he is a dotard old, daddy old racist in the bathroom. So it's how not, old is that translator who came up with that dotard translation? Yeah, does dotard imply racist? No, I no, 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 no. I'm no. just, I'm just calling. I'm, I'm using John Lovett's phrase. From, I see. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, the dotard and the rocket man. Mm. What's gonna happen? What are we? What? 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 What the fuck? What are we supposed to do with this? I, I don't understand. Well, what do you mean? What is Sean O'Brien supposed to do with this? Mm. Sure. You're supposed to go to Six Flags with us. I didn't have time. Yeah. It's fair. Is it foul? Continue. It was a good time. Tell, talk about North Korea, for fuck's sake. Uh, I'm not super worried about it. I'm worried. I, Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. I, I think if you were going to watch the most recent South Park episode, I am more of the Craig than the Tweak. Mm-hmm. If they aren't, say what you mean. <laughs> uh, I'm more of the person who's tend to think that everything's going to blow over and calm down and try to take things logically rather than react emotionally. Even no, though, you're not. No, no, no. <laughs> no, no, okay. No, I agree. Certainly not at this table. <laughs> I, uh, no, no. I actually agree with you there. I agree that I do act emotionally, but generally, I think I'm always of two minds and that I always act emotionally originally at first. That's my instinct. And I usually takes me a day or two to cool off and then I can <laughs> think logically. Um, but for this one, I think we just have so much time to think about North Korea and we've had the similar situation for a long time. I mean, this isn't the first time they've tested a nuke. They've literally done it seven times before. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's nothing new. The new stuff is sending missiles over Japan. That was a big deal. That's a first. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, I mean, there's other stuff that you can get a little worried about, but worried. I think the situation <laughs> hasn't changed so much that we can think that the strategy has to, I don't know. I don't know about the strategy. What is the strategy? At the moment, I would say to apply economic sanctions and hold the line diplomatically and maybe hope for a diplomatic solution in form of Keep a treaty. doing what we've been doing for the last 40 years. Well, they would call it strategic patience. But I think that, <laughs> but I think that um, Trump's recent sanctions are fine. I'm, not, I'm on board with sanctions generally. So that was on Thursday. Uh, I think it's Didn't good. Didn't he say they were weak? Weak. <laughs> uh, no, they were they were good because they're limiting the um, the imports from China about like like you know coal imports or exports rather and uh, and textile exports. So they're basically just hampering them. Is China ever really gonna like make enough of a dent in North Korea for them to like calm down? That's a good question. I don't know. Um, I would say it, I don't know how much it takes to take a dent. I think it seems like their ec economy is so sensitive that any sort of loss on their you know bottom line is going to affect a lot of people like they'll feel it um but the problem is any loss in money to the economy of north korea means they will simply cut one missile or two or make people starve you know right. so it's like starving a bear eventually it's gonna yeah it's really it's really you. honestly it's a hurting the people yeah. uh bears starve themselves every winter so yeah and then they're they, really fucking hungry yeah 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 so I don't know. There's no good solution. It's always what we've said recently. But I think that um, it's, it's not helping. What Trump is doing is not helping. Um, whether, whether it does actually make Un lash out or not, I don't think it's helping the situation. Not, I'm not talking about his sanctions. I'm talking about all of his rhetoric. I think it's, I think you should put it down. <laughs> Sean, what do you think? Is, uh, is, is there a better way out of this? Um, I really don't know. I mean, you know, it's it's international warfare. It's international politics. It's it's a, a sticky situation, and there's a lot of ins and a lot of outs. Um, there is like 
I mean, again, this is uncharted territory. There isn't a roadmap here. We're dealing with like two nut jobs, one possibly nuttier than the other. And we don't really know the extent to which Kim Jong-un is, is willing to follow through. We're not even entirely sure of his motivations where, I mean, is it, is it just that he wants a seat at the table? Is it does he want to take over South Korea? Does he want retribution? Does he want to bomb Japan? Is you know is it that he actually wants to destroy America, or is it that he just wants you know a little bit of respect? Um, I don't know that he's going about it the right way either way, but it's it's uh, yeah. I mean, we, what we've been doing is obviously not working. It's only been ramping up and getting worse. And we have a worse dictator than we were dealing with before. And I don't know, man. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. I mean, I, I don't either. I don't either. Well, well let me ask you guys one, uh, one kind of added question to this. Um, recently, Un has been kind of saying they want to test a hydrogen bomb over, over the Pacific. What happens then? What do we do next? They kill a lot of fucking fish. Well, I, again, the question was, what does Trump do? Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't think ah, that's a good one. I, I don't. I don't think they will do any specific thing in that specific situation. If, it, if you don't think America would do anything to North Korea correct. if they explored, yeah, I think the there would hydrogen. be no response, or at least some in sort international of international waters. Yeah, it depends. I mean, it's all about body count. If, if American dies on some sort of island in the Marshall Islands. Any Island. NATO does. Well, all right. Yeah, here, well, here's the real question then. Okay, let's, so. Would the response be the same if it was an American versus any NATO? Well, which NATO? Which, are you talking about a French guy? I mean, I don't know. It, it depends. I thought NATO was supposed to be NATO. Like, everyone's like, you know, all, you know, hugging and whatnot. The truth is, I would like to say yes. <laughs> um, but there are there certain is a NATO countries that like, are- Like, if it was a Frenchman that got bombed versus, like, I don't know. Uh, I mean, the, 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 really, the only time NATO has honestly been tested was Bosnia, hmm. I gotta say. So it's not That really hurts my Gavinia. It's <laughs> good. And also, really, uh, after 9-11, too- um, you know, in Afghanistan. So I don't know. It, 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 there's not really been enough examples there. But I, the question is... Here's my question. Go ahead. Sorry. When is a preemptive strike permissible or acceptable? Because, I mean, that's kind of what we're talking when there's about a, here, When right? there's a credible threat, I think that's fair, right? Well, I mean, how do we determine what's a credible threat? Right. Uh, that's tough. I, I, unfortunately, I'm not sure ever. I, 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 I think that is the the speck or the stone that starts the snowball down the avalanche. Like if everyone avoided preemptive strike, then we would then be nobody up, would ever strike anybody. Exactly. Ever. I mean, that's kind of a hippie dippy philosophy. Not really. It's not, it's, it's not, there's nothing hippie about it. It's, it's just kind a of the opposite sort of, of mad. game. It's like, you know, yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Mutually assured, um, utopia. I don't know. Yeah, mutually assured, uh, salvation. I guess. Yeah. Or, yeah. Life. Yeah. It's mass. <laughs> moss. I, I really like that actually about what you said. Sean, but I also think it made me think of something interesting in history when all the people, the, the supposed bad guys of history have started wars for preemptive reasons because yeah. of a credible threat, you know, whether it's made up or not, yeah. that's, that's always the What are some excuse. of those? Well, one was honestly, yeah, I was going to say World War II with the, um, mm. the, uh, the, the Nazi special services. Also the rest, I was also saying oh. Poland, basically they, oh, okay. uh, they were pretended to be, um, uh, Polish servicemen and basically killed some Germans to you know make a false flag. Oh, uh, right on. Anyways, uh, but well, um, the World War One too, Germany too, preemptive just kind of went and invaded uh, Belgium mm. and then eventually France, uh, saying that that was in self defense. Has a good guy ever done a preemptive strike? That's a good question. What do George you think? Bush, the decider. Uh, what was the preemptive strike there? It was nine eleven. Ideally, it was the idea. Uh, really, it would be Iraq. I yeah, guess Iraq was the preemptive strike. Well, but they used that as far as they were tied to nine eleven. No, it was tied to weapons of mass destruction. I know that that was their. They, well, we what they never said is that we they, never accused Iraq of being tied to nine eleven. So yes, you're right. Well, no, they did. Well, they insinuated it, right, but it was never. Problem. Yeah, uh, it, and but right what they did do was tie Iraq to lie. weapons of mass destruction, which was a lie. And They're both lies, really. But yeah. yeah yeah, it's all lies. Okay, so Iraq, <laughs> Iraq so we, well, okay, but- The, the, in, the in, shock and awe. The, therefore, yeah. well, in that case, my question still would be, who were the good guys in that? Were we the good guys at that point so for the Iraq war? We were liberated. And I would say, no. okay, well, we're not really. I, I don't think a preemptive strike is, you know, I I, I am a pacifist, I guess. I, I don't think the uh, throwing the first punch is, is ever the right move. Oh, wow. I just thought of a preemptive strike that people think is a good one. Um, 
The Six Day War in Israel. Was it what big? is that? 1967. Um, 1967 from Six Days After? <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Is that, a, is that a movie? I'm sorry. Keep I really, going. Uh, basically, um, there was terrorism from along the Jordanian border. Um, some, you know, bombs, missiles, and such. Um, it was the best new kid. But the truth is, Israel wasn't attacked during 67. They made a preemptive strike and basically bombed all of Egypt's uh, airfields and destroyed their entire air force and was able to basically control the entire battlefield after that and have air superiority, which is obviously in a modern warfare, everything. So they basically did a preemptive strike on Egypt's air forces and then won in six days against Syria and Jordan as well. But what precipitated that? It was the exactly. Um, well, you have to talk about what everything was. For, there was the you know the wars in forty eight, and then the Suez Crisis in fifty six. So the, they were basically always kind of at war at that point in sixty seven. But the and idea now, yeah, now kind of. I mean, it's true. <laughs> uh, but at the point, there was some terrorism along the Jordanian border and the West Bank. They were you know throwing mortars yeah, and yeah. rockets and such katushas. More than just kids and rocks this time. Yeah. Um, now it wasn't. Doing that thing called the crocodile rock. <laughs> Fuck you. Okay. It wasn't a specific Jordanian army <laughs> fighting I never knew it would be a better time, and I guess I never will. Give me a bottle of red. That's <laughs> <laughs> not okay. <laughs> you kids done? Prefer a bottle of white? <laughs> Anytime. Whatever kind of mood you're in tonight, okay? <laughs> but we can't do Billy Joel songs. I do what I want. That's cheating. <laughs> they did tour together. Sing us a song. The same thing. <laughs> Interchangeable. Well, the New York Times says God is dead. Okay. Yeah. Joey, go ahead. Ah, one of my favorites. <laughs> what if God was one of us? Don't stop it. You can't just say song lyrics. Don't stop believing. What? You're cheating. You're cheating. I know five songs. Ah, Saturday night's all right for fighting. <laughs> go ahead. The problem with, well, okay. The, the preemptive war idea. I got to know how to go. Whatever when, is it, when is it acceptable to, pre, uh, to, to launch a preemptive strike against a country that has done nothing to you? Well, the, Other than threaten. Yeah. Um, Wins fighting words, fighting words. Technically. When I mean, is the threat credible? The, the idea is basically if you massing forces on the border, which is a sign of ad- advance. Aggression. Uh, well, why is that advanced, though? I mean, you not have a technical. Okay. Uh, yeah. Exactly. And I don't necessarily agree with it. I'm got just it. giving you the opinion. Fair enough. Okay. Tanks we are got Minutemen on specifically, the border right now. In the, modern war, in the modern warfare scheme, tanks are- uh, offensive weapons. If you mass tanks on the border, you're planning on taking territory, which is a clear sign of aggressive warfare. So that can be a signal. Okay. Um, obviously, we, we haven't talked anything about nukes and WMDs, which right. is a whole other threat, which is honestly the real threat when it comes to North Korea. So, I, well, I, I, well, no, well, no it's mean, not just the only threat. I'm sorry. Their artillery on Seoul is a huge threat too. I'm just saying. Well, no, no. I mean, I, I, I think we need to, there, I don't know if there already is a distinction, but I think there, there should be a distinction between, um, a preemptive strike, which I kind of envision more as a, um, general target versus a people amassing on a border. So if people are amassing on a border and I gun those people down, I don't necessarily see that as a preemptive strike. If people are amassing on my border and I lob bombs into their nearest city, then I do consider that a preemptive strike. I don't know where that line is, but to me, it makes sense. Is it, it, it is the line, literally what you're saying. It's the kind, border. Yeah. Yeah, well, war I mean, is not as always cut and dry as that. I mean, well, I, I guess it's you know once we start lobbing bombs into uh, populous areas, you know, if it is not purely a military target that is obviously aggressing, I, I can't see a preemptive strike. Okay. Oh yeah, I'm a, I don't think anyone should be spotting civilian areas in general. Like that's well, shock and awe. We just kind of sent yeah, them I mean, in all horrible. sorts of people. I yeah. don't think that's good. We should not be bombing civilian areas. We learned that after World War II in Dresden and fire. We bombing. didn't learn that. I'm saying I. We should. Okay, sorry. Maybe <laughs> we I should, should have. Free phrase. We should have. I'm sorry. That's what we. Okay. Should, that was well, the since we're on borders, let's transition to that. Um, I, we we talked a couple episodes ago, I think, about how we how we draw borders, why we draw borders, where borders are, et cetera. You know, when it's okay to put when it, when it's okay to allow board, you know people into borders. But it, the the real question is though, how do we draw borders? Um, we, who decides what a country are, is? Who decides where the border is? Is it the people within the border? Is it the group themselves? I mean, <laughs> uh, it, or is it the other people saying that you're now in a border? Is it the opposite? I, 
I don't know how much of our fan base is on board, but I do know uh, all three of the gentlemen at the uh, half round here are currently re-watching or watching West Wing at, at some various point. I am not point. watching West Wing at all. You're not? I no. thought you were. I am not. Okay. You're... Oh, yeah. There was that one Facebook thing that one night where I was eating steak and I was like, I'll, eat, I'll watch a little bit. But no, I, I stopped watching like after five minutes. Oh, sorry. Okay. I'm Congratulations not on ruining yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm stopping the show, you know, at a dead halt as well. I apologize. Continue, yeah. Sean. So you're, West you're, Wing, why is West Wing awesome? Horrible person. Why is West oh Wing amazing? God. No, I just happened to be watching an episode where uh, Donna just found out that she was no longer an American citizen because at some point they redid the boundary lines where she lived in Minnesota and it turned Wisconsin. out her, uh, it was definitely an M, Minnesota or Montana. Either way, the Wisconsin is nowhere near the fucking border of Canada. That wouldn't happen. Wisconsin is? Yeah, it is. Wisconsin does not border Canada. I think it might. No. No. Okay. Maybe by water. But either way, the the calculation of the parallel lines was redone or something, and she uh, found out she was no longer an American and she was a Canadian. Got it. Yeah. So- uh, A border's bullshit. Exactly. My point being that it is uh, somewhat arbitrary, but also somewhat extremely important. Um, no, it's, it's, it's extremely arbitrary. And it's extremely just whatever important. we call it. Yeah. It's just extremely important as well. Yeah, it's like but money. It's- <laughs> my point is, who determines it? Who determines where it goes? What it is? And it, is Guns. the people... Okay. What do you mean by is it by force? For the most part, yeah. Most boundaries, I mean, um, national boundaries or international boundaries, I guess, would be uh, pretty much at force or through treaties, you know, the Louisiana Purchase or whatever, where we like, you know, screw a bunch of people out of a lot of money for very, or a lot of land for very cheap. But um, it, within a country, it is a little bit more. Um, a little bit more organic, okay. I think. Um, you know, like we've talked about this before when we were talking about, like, um, you know, should we move Houston? Should we move New Orleans because they're just going to flood and get destroyed again? But cities are organic. People don't necessarily plan cities as much as we would like to think. You know, the, the a a a population starts living somewhere because it's convenient and then more things go there and more things go there and it grows. And so, you know, when you get a certain number of people with like-minded ideals, they kind of decide to form coalitions that naturally start forming boundaries. Who's there to stop them and tell them that that's not okay? Whoever is near and opposes those views. Why? Like, why is that acceptable then? I mean, if a group of people say, yeah. hey, we all live together, mm. we're going to take, this is our land now. That's, yeah. This is land. This, that's your land. This land is our land. Yeah, yeah. Right? Why is it, why is that not permissible? I mean, it, it, literally we have, we have Brexit, we have Iraq, we have mm-hmm. Spain, ca- like California, Turkey. Why is it okay for other people to say, no, you're not allowed to be your own place? Oh, Especially I- when the borders are already vaguely drawn. Why is that Okay. I have a huge problem with that. I, I believe that I believe in secession. I believe that we should be allowed to. I I do kind of, you know, uh, the uh, the war of northern aggression does does sort of make a little bit of sense as a term mm-hmm. in that you know it is, um, it, it, the idea of like it's like joining a gang. Once you get in, you can't get out. That's just a a horrible situation. That's you know that would be called a monopoly in any other situation. You you wouldn't allow that in any other business practice. So why should that be allowed in a democracy? The what, whole point of a democracy is that we're supposed to make the decisions. Um, you know, well, when we get to international, unless, the one, unless the one group is saying that we don't want to be a democracy in a weird way. Right, right, yeah. Then, and that's, then it, therefore, it's not. It's no longer a that's, democracy. Yeah, that's totally different. But I, in, in none of these situations is anyone saying they no longer want to be a democracy. I, you could argue that the South kind of isn't really a democracy if you're not saying everybody well, gets an equal vote in, a, in some way. Well, we're a democracy. Democratic Republic. So, I mean, if you sure. want, we can nitpick all you want, but well, I am, essentially, I, yeah, we're, yeah. I, I, I kind of am. I guess that's kind of my point. Like, you're, you're right, right? Like, what, of course who, I'm right. Well, you're also <laughs> fucking very wrong. I don't think of course you're right. I'm wrong. <laughs> why, why is he wrong then? <laughs> of course. I love it. I love it, Mr. Vaughn. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. No, I don't. I don't mean to be. I just, I think this is this, the argument of the Civil War. I think it's been decided. Um, I don't think that when the states entered, I don't think it was a contract that you can leave. I don't think that was the deal. Um, but why is that separate from a gang yeah. then? What? We're why not a it, gang. Why is that a why? Wow. How, is it, how is it different? What's the difference there? Why is that just? Why is that moral? I don't know if, does it have to necessarily be moral? That's just the Kinda, deal. Kind of, yeah. 
That's democracy. I'd like, like it to be moral. Yeah, I'd if, like it to be as fair to as many people as possible. Because um, then, then it's different from a gang. You're simply saying you, you, like, not even you, but like your ancestors a hundred years ago or so yeah. made a con- not even your ancestors necessarily speaking. True. A bunch of people who are living in, in that, that same border, region, in yeah. that region, vaguely took it over and said, "Hey, now you're part of our gang, and if you want to leave, you you're gonna have to fucking do it by force." How is that anything other than a gang? Now you can't leave. I understand the analogy. I just don't think it specifically applies in the United States of America. That's all. Why? I just don't think, maybe they misunderstood the Constitution, and it's possible, and there's, I mean, obviously- every, <laughs> They didn't read right, the fine so then, print? So well, like, no, yeah. we held no, but I literally like reading the fine print of the Constitution. Well, I don't think that's yeah. that crazy, because everyone disagrees in the Constitution. Literally, 50% of the country disagrees. Right, right, but why is we, why we as free people should we not be able to decide our fate now? Just because 200 people, or 200 years ago, people decided that this mm-hmm. was the border, why can't we now say, no, that's kind of fucked up. They had fucked up reasoning for doing that shit. Let's redraw this border. Let's, let's you know, make things a little bit different than they are now we fucking have that right this is our planet now hmm? yeah okay i mean I, I guess i just don't think you can are you specifically talking about the united states now or are you talking about in general in, in general, general but also specifically yeah. here like it, it, to, to just put a finer point on it why is it not permissible in this capacity because it's true like it's it's such a subtle difference let's just say we wanted universal health care we'll just go straight to that right and the rest of the country is saying no you aren't allowed to do that it's against the law just mm-hmm. hypothetically speaking okay. right and let's throw uh sanctuary city on top of that sure a couple different things like <laughs> th- things that we sort of like yep. as a as a community we're saying hey these are these are the ideals that we hold true to we love all the other ideals that you kind of gave mm-hmm. with us and and we, we we hold firm to a lot of that it's just we don't really want to pay into your system, we kind of want to be separate. What's the problem with saying we now are a totally separate thing altogether? I just think it's federalism, like federalism. Yeah, I just think it's it's, it's obviously the country is stronger as a whole. But I mean, as far as the the justness to its citizens and the adherence to democracy, I don't see where the issue is. The issue wouldn't like let's say uh, Texas were to secede into a better Woo-hoo. better country than the United States, like a more moral country. Why are they seceding in the first place? I don't know. Okay, sure. I'm sorry. Uh, so I didn't really think they're doing about it that. The, but okay, I'm just fine. saying. So they're they're doing for whatever it is. Hill dogs be, taking their guns. Okay, they're going to be more moral down there. That's yeah. what you're saying. Okay. I'm saying I'm not necessarily. Uh, uh, I mean, I understand the argument. I, as an American, don't want to see. I just have, uh, this is sounds so ethnocentric. I just feel that America is such a good system that I don't want to see anyone leave the system. Uh, and I think it- But you should be able to hold, hold them here by force. You should be able to hold them hostage, essentially. You well, have to be part of- we do that with taxes, too. I mean, we do a lot of that stuff. I, that's, yeah, I, hey, man, I got problems with that, too. Yeah, I like, know. <laughs> um, I, I, don't, I don't think it's that far out of the- I think it, it, there are, there is the function in the United States system where you can properly, you know- um, Complain about the system, the federalism. You know, if you really think that your laws should be different, you can try to change them. I mean, and there's you have a certain amount of redress of grievance, but unlike any other company or entity you deal with, you don't have the ultimate choice of actually leaving that thing. You know, with any company or any other thing that has a monopoly, we can choose not to use that. Mm-hmm. You don't have that choice here. Yeah, I just don't think a specific group of people in the United States, I guess, and this is really because of the Civil War, honestly, I just view the United States more as an, a single entity, whereas before the Civil War, everyone viewed them, their states as their home. Certainly. Um, and after as well, by the way. I'm not saying it went away. I'm not saying it went away. I'm just saying that very was much kind alive. of, you know what? Yeah, I agree. And I find myself really fascinated by this too, because I always think about how much I love Pennsylvania. It's also, yeah, a very big city versus a uh, rural thing. Um, the rural communities are much more tied to their state and their sure. county. Yeah, that's a, than that, there's are. an even here's an even more wild example for you. Let's just say all the cities themselves wanted to be their own country, their own like weird island countries within the sort of sea that is red America. Mm-hmm. And those are two separate countries on top of one another. And every border of a city basically is a new country and mm-hmm. it's or a new state, however you want to fucking call it. But basically like it's you're redrawing the lines simply by the community itself. Yeah. It'd be What's, spotted like the Israeli borders. Exactly. I was going to make, I was going to make a West bank comparison. That's kind of what it is, right. uh, which is crazy. Uh, and it's not very, uh, why is it crazy? Well, For that's a whole reasons. other fucking thing. Oh, but you meant, you meant logistically. That's crazy in <laughs> I, I thought you meant it's a crazy logistically, idea. Logistically, it's that. also just on the surface crazy. I mean, just to have 
you know, to deal with that many crazy borders of this many metropolitan areas, blah, blah, blah. I mean, this is kind of, it's not, you know, what's the problem? Like, like we have one, we have one, we we have two different worlds. One where there are lines being drawn between the places we call places and the, like, rules apply differently over those lines. Or rules, there are no rules across the entire, you know, non-borderless globe. Or, or disc, whatever you want to call it, depending on where you stand <laughs> in that world. <laughs> I think you're getting to the core of the question. Um, because I really think that it's talking about the world expanding or, you know, collapsing and it's kind of how you feel about being a globalist or whatever. Do you want, you know, more borders or more separation between communities or do you want a more global conglomerate? Um, sure. And I don't know, obviously I, I know, I know where I stand. Uh, so I guess I'm always going to. Uh, go to that Fucking side. Globalist. Yeah, I'm a globalist. <laughs> I, you, you knew that. I, mean, globalist I, yeah. I would. I want. I want inclusion. I want inclusion. I like the melting pot. I like diversity. I like all that stuff. I think you it's, don't want the melting why? pot. You why? want the fucking stew. I, a multiculturalism is probably a better way to say it. Okay. Why? The people don't. Why? Mm-hmm. Um, for personal reasons and for honestly selfish reasons too. But I mean, uh, for moral, are, I think our selfish reasons not personal. Oh uh, yeah. I guess I meant selfish. Okay, sorry. For Uh, completely narcissistic reasons. (laughs) I enjoy other cultures, I guess, on a personal level. So I like- They're here for your amusement? Well, all right. Let me let me try to wrap this this. Well, I haven't chosen that. I believe yet. Oh, you didn't finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead, finish it up. No, finish. Go ahead, finish what you were saying. I think we should explore that, but I I don't know. It's um, what what is the benefit of diversity? Is the question. I think there's a logistical answer, right? You get a diversity of opinions and businesses and thought that uh, you just don't get in separate communities, right? So in, Got ge- it. So, I, I mean, in, in general, just thinking about the human species, the mixture of genetic codes is a good thing. So in a weird line, more in a weird world, more lines leads to more fighting. More lines. I think that's, that's kind of what you're saying true, in, a, in, a, in a way, that's, right? That's another side effect. Of it. I wouldn't, I was trying to get I, to- I, I, Imagine I did, there's no country. Excuse me it's if I misunderstood. A benefit, yeah, a benefit kind of, of it. Okay. I was more talking about Insularly, the community itself is is benefiting from the diversity because of the thought and the different people and the different businesses and the different cultures and blah blah blah. Yeah, w- within those within the borders itself, and everybody sort of gets. Yeah. No. yeah okay. It, it allows you to sort of see the other side and and still call them your neighbor rather than an other. Sure. Absolutely. Okay. That's fair. I so I, as far as borders are concerned, I. I I don't know who should be allowed to consider what a border is or where a border is or or who should be able to determine what a country is or whether or not they are in their own world that is not America and someone else is not their president or whether Brexit can say we're not part of the EU or or Spain, Turkey, Iraq, whatever. It, you know, everybody has their own views of who they are and who is the other. But I, I do think that that there is a a morality at stake across every single border that we start talking about and in this civil war example that we were giving before right um there's something to be said for not that hey you're part of america and if you want to get out of this fucking contract you got to do it by force right um and well that's not even the thing slow down slow down slow down but what i i misspoke my basic point is that what the south was doing was immoral okay and the reasoning behind their secession may have been this sort of weird philosophical northern aggression argument of like hey we should be able to govern ourselves but the secession was not precisely that's my point but they're but what they're saying is we want to we want to run our society the way that our society runs right if the way you're running society your society is in some capacity immoral and 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 inhuman i think that the rest of the world has an obligation to at the very least say hey what you're doing is fucking wrong right germany took over other countries and that was why there were that was why world war 2 began but if germany remained their own country during world war 2 and didn't do anything and and only operated under the idea of kind of essentially white supremacy and let's kill all the jews and anyone that is not an aryan race so we can just have our master race just within the borders of germany mm-hmm. why why does that make it okay all of a sudden the, but, the, i mean that's that's kind of a a glossing of history that's you know if the south had seceded for moral reasons the north still would not have allowed it so that i mean of course no look i i i oh, go ahead i'm sorry but, well we, 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 can, we uh, can go straight to the argument there's a lot that, of ex- the, oops, all i'm saying is that look it's it, 
my my point is very simple. If it is an immoral, if it is a group that is acting immorally mm. as a as a you know a vaguely a globally human society, if mm-hmm. we sort of can say, hey, we're all humans, we all have a very similar society in a way, like we sort of try to get along yeah. within whatever borders we have, and ultimately there is no borders when we really get down to it; it's all arbitrary. Well, yeah. all right, the the best way we should probably run a society period, wherever the lines are drawn, is that everybody kind of you know gets along in some capacity. It's just healthier for the rest of for the society and the rest of the globe. It leads to less fighting, it leads to less wars. So, if one group, if one little, you know, arbitrary group within or if one group within said arbitrary line is acting immorally, I do think the rest of the world has an obligation to say stop. Now, that being said, if the rest of the world outside that border is acting immorally, the group inside it Still has an ob- still is perfectly would be justified in seceding from the rest of the world. Does I, that make sense? Well, you're totally right, but I don't think that I think you're arguing a completely different concept. So I don't think that the uh, the morality of the decision of this group of people is tied into their secession at all. You know, if all of a sudden, uh, it, uh, you know, any, let, okay, let's say Kentucky decided to really go to the mat on fucking uh, child brides, you know, mm-hmm. something that they, they, they decided that this is something that they really believed in. That but, child brides are permissible? Yeah. Okay, got it. Yeah. Got it. So they, you know, and we as a country, we decide, no, that is something that we are going to outlaw. But, you know, then they come back and say, no, we're, we're, we're not, they're going to fight again. It that is a different thing than secession. So you know, I mean, the I I just think it's a confabulation of the two. They can be seceding for moral or immoral reasons, but I don't think. Or I'm sorry, what I'm trying to say is that we need to, as a society, stop that regardless of if they're seceding or not. So even if they do secede, we can let them secede, but we still should do something about them having child brides. Yeah, I I don't disagree with you. All I was saying is when is secession permissible or not permissible? I'm saying it's not permissible. It, or it's permissible always. It's just that if you're doing it under an immoral reason, mm-hmm. it's it's way it's it. The rest of the world has an obligation to stop it. Whatever we do, whatever we do to figure out what that what happens with yeah, that border it's, afterwards, it's not the fine. secession well, that did, we need to stop. Though who it's that action. Well, it's because, it, because it kind of that, huh? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, who determines what's in a moral action there like who's <laughs> that's, the judge that's, that's all the absolutely episode, yeah. i think i think the rest of the world has can have a discussion about it we can talk about north yeah. korea right w- now what's happening with actually, north korea is yeah. that a, you we, know what i, mean? I we, wanted to talk about the we specific put, we put sanctions on sex slaves and all sorts of things all the time we make moral judgments on moral on countries yeah. all the time so we could enforce that just as we would just because they secede doesn't mean that they're just because they secede or don't secede does not mean that the morality has changed so these are two completely different Different things. I wanted to give you guys the example. Maybe you won't like this, but but specifically, of course, ab- I won't. About the news that's going on with Kurdistan and Iraq, we can give. Mm. That's an interesting example. Sure, go ahead. Yeah, because that's Kur- before Spain, right? Spain's in October, I think. Well, the, I mean, yeah, I'm just saying they're both the news right now, kind of, because Madrid is cracking down and Barcelona, yeah. people. But let's specifically talk about Iraq right now. So Kurdistan's in the northeast, and they want to. Um, all the Kurds want to have their own country. It's really oil rich. They'll they find have, a way. They have a lot of money up there. They could sell the oil and make a, a ton of money and be basically a good survivable country. Uh, Iraq doesn't want this to happen, obviously. And the US is siding with Iraq, uh, which is interesting. But Paul Manafort and some other people want to actually support Kurdistan. And they're being paid as advisors of these guys. And uh, basically, it's these Barzanis, these guys, these, it's family um, who are the basically the leaders of Kurdistan. And it's interesting because I just find I want to know how you guys kind of feel about this because they're seceding, but America is definitely on the other side of this, but maybe for selfish. I don't know. Well, Ask me a more pointed question other than how do I feel about it? I don't understand what you're asking. Well, me. I guess I'm saying how does this apply because whether I'm because why is, is Kurdistan it, seceding? Yeah, that's a good question. I think because they want to have economic uh, independence. What form of government are they proposing? That's a good question. Uh, I think it's more, I think it might be a democracy, but this guy wants to keep power. So maybe, I don't know. That's a good question. Are we going? Uh, and now wh- that I think, know that Paul Manafort is working for him, I have a little bit of a re- reservation. Yeah. Are they seceding to be more like right or more left? I mean, it, what is. Well, what's interesting is I like the Kurds because of the Peshmerga, right? They fought against ISIS, they fought with us. 
they have an all-female army pretty much. <laughs> they have like they have complete equality in their community. So, I mean, I'm, honestly, they're more feminist than we are. So in many ways, I'm not Kurt- sure sending your women to war is exactly no, 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 feminist. I'm just saying they have equal rights and to be <laughs> serving in the army. Just uh, get them all killed off. They're fodder. <laughs> but I don't know. So I guess um, I have to go do a little bit more research about exactly why. But I will say that the U.S. now is on Iraq's side and they want them to stay a part of the country to avoid possible sectarian violence, I think. Yeah, I think they're just afraid of any, unrest in general. Yeah, exactly. They just, you know, any um, America is just so fucking status quo hungry. Like is is mm-hmm. as long as things like aren't falling apart, we just want to maintain that as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's also a businessy thing too, right? Yeah, capitalism obviously. totally quarter stability. by quarter. It's not fucking uh, you know, fifty years out. It's what's gonna be okay for Christmas and then what's gonna be okay for Halloween and then what's gonna be okay for Christmas and Whatever. Um, okay. I was going to move on to to Spain and Barcelona because maybe that I'm say, a little bit more disappointed. Um, Barcelona wants to, or not Barcelona, sorry, Catalonia, where Barcelona is basically the biggest city, wants to where secede the from Spain. Comes from. And uh, interestingly enough, another northeastern country. But they have their own, I guess, same thing with the Kurds. They have their own culture. I think that might be saying something, their own language. Um, and they have an economy that could sustain their own country. Uh, now they want to have a referendum where they want to vote on this recent, I think coming up, like you said, but Madrid, the national government <laughs> is blocking them and also fining any politician in Catalonia who's organizing the vote. Fining, jailing. Jailing, were, yes. All they kinds were going of in and shit. busting up the election centers. They were confiscating ballots so that they couldn't have the elections. They're like literally going in there a thug tactic style. I was just hearing today, apparently uh, Madrid has contracted with I think it's three or four um, uh, cruise liners so that they can house their thousands of soldiers that they're going to need to police during this uh, time of woe. Takes my breath away. Something about the way you look to me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess anyway. That's, that's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. Let's move on. Um, what? What do you got? No. Something? Yeah. No. We're good. That's fucked up. We've, we've, we've gone over this. I, I just think it's a very interesting example. We can dive into specifics about it, but. I don't know. I, I don't know where I fall. I, 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 I don't know. I'm surprised to hear you guys, I guess, I don't want to go back into this, uh, but that you fall that secession should be illegal Any contract that has an infinity symbol on it should be null and void. I agree. Okay. I yeah, think that, it, I, it, it's 100%. Like it's not, it's, you, I don't know that America has an infinity sign on it, does it? It yeah, does. Kind of. <laughs> sure. Well, that's what I was trying to correct him earlier. He was saying you can't leave unless you fight your way out. That's not what they say. They okay. say you can't fucking leave. Right. And then when they say, no, we are, they're saying, no, well, no. Okay. no. They, they <laughs> like, do, no, 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 no. That's not true either. They, they're, 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 they're. There is a, you, you, God damn it. Sorry. Um, there are provisions in the constitution that are written that you can leave. I think it's like what two, two from, thirds of the Senate or whatever can. From my understanding, no. Yes. 100%. It's in the constitution. If I what would have to happen first inc- is oh. the, the state themselves would have to propose that they want to leave. Right. They, they literally, they propose an amendment where they're like, Hey, we're, we're gone. We're out of the constitution. Goodbye. It then needs to be, uh, ratified and, and voted on by the Senate and the rest of the country, the rest of the different states literally vote to say, hey, yeah, you can go, no problem. And that's it. Honestly, I feel like I, anything is it's, almost it's possible. It's, you, you it's can, not that you have to fight your way out. It's There are provisions can, in the Constitution but, that- But you, you can, can make an amendment and pass on a Senate. You know what I mean? You could change anything really in the Constitution as long as you have the amendments and the- Exactly, that's sure. what I'm saying. Yeah, I yeah. think you're right. Yeah, I, I am. I am exactly right. <laughs> okay. I, <laughs> Sean's fact-checking. Actually, while Sean fact-checks, um, oh man, no, this is a bad idea. I was going to go get another drink, but it's fine. That's not how that works. <laughs> well, I know, but- it's just because I wanted one. Ah, I spilled. This is all fucked up. This is all fucked. Are you? Jesus why are you fact checking me? People fucking fact check mm. themselves. You. You also have other corrections to go through. Oh yeah. Man. You know what? Actually, before before you do that, I'm gonna go get another drink anyway. Jesus while by the Christ. way, while I'm away, dust out the demons inside. <laughs> oh my god. I don't get all these references. Yeah, I don't really care. Um, my only two corrections were from uh, the previous episode, uh, just some quick numbers things. I was a little bit off. We were talking about the uh, China going all electric cars. I had uh, given that a little bit of a preemptive strike. I called it, uh, I think I said it was 2025. Uh, it's actually the deadline is 2040 to be all electric. Um, still, all of my same thoughts apply. It's just a little bit more time scale there. Um, the other one was, again, minor, but 
uh, during our Equifax uh, bullshit, I had indicated that, that it was 148 million uh, American informations that were lost. It was 143. I hadn't gotten my glasses yet. Great. <laughs> Thank you for that. Joey. You're welcome. Talk about Russia. Yeah. <laughs> Um, actually, here, we'll do this. You want a 30 seconds or you want to just go? You're too tired. Go ahead. Go. You can do it. I, no, I'm talk. not going to go much long. I'm, I'm more than 30 seconds anyway. I just wanted to say that the Mueller, 10 seconds up. I'm just kidding, Mueller investigation is speeding up. And um, every day gets a little bit more accelerated. And I think we're a little bit ahead of schedule. Uh, I was reading a lot online about from my, you know, some of my favorite lawyers on Twitter about how the first indictment might come after uh, five, four, uh, three to six months. And it seemed to be that they uh, you know, gave... The announcement to um, Paul Manafort when they, you know, knocked down his door and gave him the, the uh, you know, the wit, the shakedown. They told him that he was going to be indicted, and that was last. That was in July. So uh, they're kind of ahead of schedule. So I guess uh, I think it's really interesting. Mueller's strategy is really shock and awe here. He's really trying to scare a lot of people into flipping. And um, I don't know. I'm just fascinated with the whole process, and I think eventually the impeachment will come probably next year. Well, there were all, there were also some some elements or god damn it there were some sources that had said um that Mueller is ramping up um or trying to speed up the obstruction case so that trump basically is less likely or less able to pardon the other people in the other investigations that he's essentially That's you know good. working really, on. yeah That's, that makes sense um there were some i, I don't i don't remember what I, I read it, it in a magazine but it goes what's to, a magazine it's just an a magazine on what is that i read it in a magazine okay children on. children children Bernie and oh my god, I hate you so much. I'm sorry, I couldn't. You were asking me where I don't know. <laughs> it, it's an example of how Mueller is taking this seriously and he's taking his time in many ways, which is interesting because I feel like he's ahead of schedule. Witch hunt, but he's also uh, making sure his ducks are in order, which is good. He's not um, he's not bullshitting any of this stuff. He's really trying to to uncover every stone, uh, which is good. Again, I, I'm Roger Stone. I'm happy with all of that. Yeah, including Roger Stone, Paul Manafort. Shafa, talk about wiretapping. T-A-P-P-ing. Um, yeah, they've done it. They've done it. They've done it. Um, yeah, I Was mean- Trump right? Um, I mean, again, we're going to have the semantic arguments about what wiretapping is and, you know, uh, the- uh, in that they were certainly tapping Manafort in Trump Tower and listening to conversations that he was having with Trump. Uh, those were accessible. Those were listened to. And from Wait, what I hear, they that's were. That's not true. They don't know that yet. Yes, they do. Yeah, that's, no, no, no. that's they, what came out on CNN. No, no, no. You're misunderstood. You misread. They didn't say they had anything in Trump Tower. All they, all they know is that they basically said, oh, this, well, this they, is what they said. They said it was they before had openness, and after the campaign. Right. They had the openness um, to, to, to tap him and he lived in Trump Tower. Yeah, a cell phone, but that's different than bugging Trump Tower. Also, I don't think this you, is a good defense. What, what? Well, that's the thing. You don't bug anymore. You don't go into someone's apartment and you know break in and put a little thing on their phone anymore. Okay. It's all done through the switching at AT and T. Like you, you just collect the information. I, I, I understand. Uh, I just don't think this justifies what Trump was saying. I don't really care either way. The point to me is that he was being wiretapped, and the defense of saying I said it before, I told you so, is not a good defense. Like. Obviously, the FISA court had to approve. Yeah, of this. they're exactly. That's the so, that's the key there. Like, it seems I, I remember like, seeing on Twitter at some point. Well, yeah, we just when, haven't heard why they've been. Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But yeah. but it was approved. Like, also, I don't like the idea of mean anything. I don't like the idea. It means a lot. It means a lot. If Obama court, used the IRS to go after prominent Republicans, like the, the, these things can be used against people. We we haven't heard why this has happened yet, and I I assume we certainly will. But oh, I mean, all, all it means we're all just jumping to conclusions. All means is that it was legal. It was legal. It was approved. There, well, there was a FISA, yeah. a FISA court did approve it. Is there, what I'm saying. Yeah, there there was a. Uh, or is uh, that not confirmed? Is that? Am I? Uh, am no, I, I don't think I. I'm. Uh, it's the only way a wiretap could happen. Correct. Yeah. Well, it's the I only thought. way a wiretap can happen legally. Well, they admitted to the legal. Well, I don't know if they admit it, but we know it's yeah. a, it happened and legally. I think just because FISA approves it doesn't mean it's necessarily legal. Um, it is, you know, like one of those things, like the sure, well, but I mean, yeah. you know, like the Supreme yeah. Court could overturned right, whatever right, exactly. like it's yeah. sure but you know the, the the anyway um it means it was done in in by the rules essentially well they had I probable mean, cause right oh yeah and a judge you know a, a, approved it a federal judge approved it so the, sure you know there the, are many different yeah, ways around people that, but, looked at it <laughs> exactly which yeah, is yeah. important and I, yeah, yeah. I, I, anyway oh no like, that's the process yeah totally right exactly and i, I remember also, that, I, God. 
I just don't like the idea that, again, this is, sorry, I, I just, I don't like the idea of Trump saying that it was Obama because it gives the, and maybe he was, I don't think it was though, but it seems like he doesn't have evidence that it was specifically the executive. This whole year has been about people slinging shit about other people with absolutely no evidence. Of course, like I that, know. that is it's fucking a, I'm like, picking that on is one, the style of the time, man. I'm just like, picking on one moment of it. I just don't like the idea that giving that impression to the public. Yeah, he also said he's not from America. Like, I'm like, I know, totally, I know. No, I know. I got to point why? all of them out. Do do? I don't, I don't leave do do? any out. All right. Well, the jury's still out on the on the Russia stuff. Let's let's move on to our final topic of the day. Oh wait, Russia. We didn't talk about the uh, the drills. Uh, Russia was doing uh, drills with China uh, near North Korea, and um, there was a a rogue rocket that uh, came off of, I believe it was a, a helicopter. Do you remember this? Yeah. Uh, the helicopter, and it went uh, it went dangerously close to the media. Uh, Russia is saying that it was uh, an accidental misfire, but uh, um, you know that's that what Russia happen. says. That's not a thing that happens. <laughs> well, that's not that shouldn't be a thing that happens, but um, it's also not a thing that happens. <laughs> An accidental misfire uh, from a, 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 a helicopter rocket. Yeah. If anyone's shitty, actually, that goes like that goes yeah. like close to the media, just sort of as a little warning shot. That, well, that's the thing. So it, it is. Have I been listening to too much Alex Jones? Exactly. Show? Yeah. Totally. <laughs> he would deny it. He would give you Russia's opinion. Well, no. What? Uh, you obviously you don't have not listen. listen to Alex Jones. You're obviously not a golfer. You are. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um. Yeah, you're right. It's fucked up. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Crazy. The drills, it's... Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. It's it's kind of not because it's something that does happen all of the time regardless. Like, we do it, too, and they kind of do it, too. And yeah. it's just kind of like this posturing parade in the middle of the ocean for, for you know, just each other's kind of to strut and peacock every year. Apparently, it's, you know, it's just getting kind of news coverage right now because it's, you know... Yeah, I think the war prominent. games are, are every year. It just the, the escalation is interesting, which because yeah. it is recent. Exactly. Uh, the escalation is also other side too on the um, you know on the western border. Mm. I'm sorry, not western. Uh, yeah, western border and Europe. You know, there's a buildup of tanks and blah 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 mm. and Kaliningrad and all that stuff. Oh, one other thing I did want to mention. About, I'm sorry, did you? No, that was uh, just the same thing. I, I I don't think it's necessarily a huge sign. It's a sign of increasing tension for mm. sure. But I don't think we should. Go, get, get upset because I don't think war will Russia will happen specifically in that sense. So, mm. but yeah, war games are important. Whatever. I'm sorry. So, what was your? Point? Oh no, I was just going to say. I, I recently watched a uh, video on the YouTube's about um, Russia and its geography and topography and whatnot, and I didn't realize like um, you know you, you always see at least on the globe that Russia is a huge landmass, but it never occurred to me until it was pointed out that Russia doesn't really have ocean access without going through any other controlled oceans or so controlled straits. What my old history teacher used to tell me was uh, when you think about Russia throughout history was <clears throat> you always think about the warm water port. Mm. They're always trying to get the warm water port because they have ports in St. Petersburg yeah. and you know, in the North, but they're, they're frozen half the fucking year yeah. and they need that warm water port. So that was the whole deal of honestly Crimea mm. and really all this other stuff in yep. the Black Sea is because they need that port and that's what would give them a Navy. That would give them that power, that Frederick the Great power back in the day. I'm sorry, Peter the Great, Jesus. My uh, countries are getting messed up. But my point is it still applies. And and now it's almost like they need for submarines and shit like that. Uh, and yeah, okay. I was thinking about that the other day. I don't, I'm sorry to stop you. Go ahead. No, I want to hear you. Yeah. I'm confused. I, I, I've been confused by this for some reason. The hunt I, for I, it October? No, I just don't get what the whole, like, is there still like a shipping trade that is really astronomically like beneficial to a country? Like, do we shipping? ship more than? Yes. Yeah, do we yes. ship yes. on boats oh my more God. than? Yes. It's yes. still intense. Yes, yes, yes. So like we don't like. That's so funny because I don't. I don't. I agree with you. It feels like we like we're too advanced to like. I, was, okay. I know. So, I'm shit. To I, out, I know like, what you mean. So, we shipping? Who ships <laughs> shit? I don't it, get it. Well, that's the thing. It's it all, it all, yeah. what? It's it all gets shipped like, here. So okay. have uh, have you seen the sort of influx of um, uh, shows and things around people building things out of shipping containers? People will build, yeah. you know, yeah, little yeah. houses out of shipping containers or little storefronts or, you know, bomb no, shelters. that and, is not a thing I've seen. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> either way, it's sure. a thing because they ship from China to here, but we don't ship back anywhere near as much. So oh, our so ports, these, like, yeah, our ports are literally just filled with empty shipping containers and they sell them like dirt cheap. You can Need a shipping container for basically the cost of the metal. Like as long as you're giving them more than it costs to recycle, they would get for recycling. You can pretty much get one. So they 
they are yes we ship way more uh through our oceans and through these mass cargo shipping containers than we do ever on airplanes or any other way of doing things yeah. it's a little bit slower but it's a little bit um uh it, it's more steady it's more reliable and you can do way way more uh, another big thing this video i was i was watching on russia's topography was pointing out is that the global warming is helping russia oh yeah for the, sure the um the opening of the the northern passage is actually a whole nother thing because canada actually owns or is claiming that they own all of the northern passage right. where most other countries in the world are saying that they absolutely don't but canada is like well if you guys are traveling through here and someone gets fucked up we're gonna have to pay for it we're gonna have to put up rescue teams we're gonna have to build the infrastructure to support this passage through our northern territories and we can't afford to do that unless we can charge you guys to go through our ocean so you know there's this like huge back and forth about what we're going to do over the next few years when those those oceans do start becoming more navigable apparently the first ship went through a couple year like a year or so ago and now they're you know sending a few ships at a time Okay, sorry for that tangent. That that was my bad. You're gonna apologize for my tangent. No, I asked the question, which led to the wonderful answer. My thank you. Rant. Yeah, I am. Sir. I am. It's not a rant. I am. I am better informed, sir. I thank you. You're for welcome. <laughs> Go ahead, Joey. So, Russia's warm water ports. Well, that's what you should look for. Um, I forget exactly. That's why how- Russia wants global warming. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the, that was the reason they were imperialistic. Um, and you could look recently, which is funny, is is now we have also Syria. Syria ha- is has a big port, um, and they and they have it's also, a huge port. You know, it's it's in the Mediterranean, uh, which is again farther south. Also, Crimea. They always had after um, nineteen ninety you know, after Crimea the Cold had a River. War. Crimea. Uh, they gave them Sevastopol, which is this huge fucking port on Crimea, which is basically the biggest port. And they would have the called the Black Sea Fleet, which was the be- most advanced ships in the Russian Navy would go there, and they would be based out of there, and they would build submarines and all this other shit. The point is that was huge for them, and they basically got to keep that on a contract with Crimea through 1990s all through today, and. That was one of the reasons why they wanted to take over the rest of it, so they could pretty much expand that military base and take over all of it. Um, but it also is Syria. I mean, it also has to do with their, you know, their entire strategy is just simple, not global domination. And well, it is kind of global domination, but it is. <laughs> it's more like the clouds in their eyes. It's 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 economic domination for sure. And and there's one thing that you can't deny is that Putin loves his money and he wants more of it, and he knows that money is power, and that's how you collect it. Um, so the ports are everything. Pokemon. I mean, because it's not just the money. It's also the naval power and projecting and, and, and expansion. Okay. And it's everything. It's, it's a show of force. Okay. I don't I, know where I'm going with that. I can see Daniel waving goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> I already said clouds in their eyes. All right. Last question, guys. Uh, let's, let's wrap really? it up here. Okay. <clears throat> um, how do we know who to listen to? <laughs> right? Hollywood created a superstar. His name is Sean Spicer. Name is Sean Spicer. That was, okay. Mm. I I don't know. Is he allowed to be in on the joke? Is he okay? A lot of people have been fucking sh- talking shit about Mr. Sean Spicer, um, and like, no, he's not allowed to sort of acknowledge casually that he was in on the whole like, hey, let me lie to the public on behalf of the president type of thing, or not even lie, but let me just like, you know, continue this weird assertion, etc. Um, but then meanwhile, we also have like Trump himself is constantly talking about, you know, sports figures and and how, you know, they're a little son of He's a bitch. With the media. While the rest of the sports figures are saying, hey, let's take a knee. Meanwhile, St. Louis is kind of protesting against that. Um, the NRA is protesting their protests. St. Louis is we then have prote- Pro- I, you know, I know it's a different thing. I understand okay. it's a Black Lives Matter point, but, it, but all, it's 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 all tied together. It's just the Black Lives Matter thing. It's no big deal. Well, but it's tied together. They're both it tied. It's all it's all yeah. fucking it the same. It's, it's just this yeah. stew of of this cacophonous thing where Jimmy Kimmel fucking talks and says, "Hey, you know, like you know, you already said there's a Kimmel test. Let's talk about healthcare a little bit." And then everybody else is saying, "Shut the fuck up, Hollywood." And then we also have everybody, you know, what's so the all Kimmel Hollywood test? throughout all. Doesn't even fucking matter. It's healthcare, whatever. Like it, it, it's ridiculous. But it, mm. it, but it, all of it is. It the real question again is who should we listen to, right? And yeah. who should shut up? Is it okay to kind of tell Hollywood to shut up because they don't fucking know anything? And is it then okay to just say, okay, well then maybe real America is the ones who should be allowed to talk? And then we have James Comey get up on a stage and Howard University shouts him down. I mean, it's just mm. I, I don't know who's allowed to talk and who isn't. Who should mm. shut up? Apparently, Milo's not allowed to talk. 
there's that too. Yeah. And then we had we had Ben Shapiro a couple yeah. times and you who know, was allowed to talk, but exactly. But then he wasn't allowed to talk before that. We yeah. have you yeah, know, pe- we have the college it. students saying shut up, and we have people saying, I want to talk, and then we have the right, the people the people saying I want to talk saying shut up to the people who are talking. I I, I don't understand. Yeah, it's I, a I, uh, should... Aurora Borealis is uh, a constant yin and yang of uh random groups of people telling each other to shut up. I guess I and, answered all that question. Well, yeah. I mean, and I think that is just the problem. I think, you know, in a democracy, uh, we don't tell people to shut up, you know, we just don't have to listen. So, the, you know, as far as telling the media and Jimmy Kimmel to show up, uh, to shut up, they will figure it out when their ratings start plummeting and people stop listening. You know, they, that, that is only going to, you can only make people's blood boil and play off of that, uh, uh, adrenaline release for so long eventually that button's going to run dry and people are either going to find that release somewhere else or they're going to just completely zone out and be blasé about it and you're not going to be able to get a reaction out of them so you know this sort of like trump rage can only last for i don't i don't know what the prediction would be candle in the wind ish ish something like that yeah i mean you know uh (laughs) but it it's it 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 definitely has its own lifespan, and to me, that is kind of the beauty of the free market: is that it will fucking filter itself out at some point. Um, you know, I I don't listen to any of that stuff. Like I I only hear Jimmy Kimmel tangentially. I only hear most of this stuff tangentially. You know, you don't have to submit yourself to it. You don't have to support that thing that is antithetical to what you want. Joey, what, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> who should be allowed to talk and who shouldn't? Yeah, I, I, I basically said everyone. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Then, um, I, I, I mean, l- 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 I don't think we. The question is, how much should we listen? How much? Or how much? He, how much should we take heed? Yeah, of the more the better question is, how do we know who to listen to, or how should we decide who to listen no, to? No, that I is mean, not the better question. Okay, fine. I think it's a question. because it's not the question currently. No, it, it really. You're, you're right. We have people right. shouting each other down. But that's what I'm saying. As I'm doing right the, now to you. The question <laughs> should be, how do we know who to listen to? I mean, yes, the question everyone's asking right now is who should shut up. And that's just per- perpetuating this fucking problem is that everyone thinking that someone should shut up and they should be the only one that should be heard like I am right now. You should fucking be the one that is listening. You should understand the other side so that we can have a fucking debate so that we can actually find the real answers rather than what you have gravitated towards as your sports team's answer. Answer. When the politicians keep politicking before you turn to excessive drinking, spend some time collectively politinkering with the show where I don't know, man. But goodbye, yeah, I don't Rick know, man. I just. I don't know, man. I don't he had to. Know, man. I don't He's thinking of one know, right now. I I'm not. <laughs> I'm looking at Sean, and I feel like he has more to say. Uh, no, we just never really got into the uh, the uh, sports thing, as uh, I ended with there. Um, but. Yeah. God. Is that all another show? <laughs> Maybe. What did you want to say? I don't care. I'll fucking talk for another hour and a half. I don't give a fuck. No, I didn't really want to say anything. I just okay. thought it was noteworthy that uh, uh, Trump was going after the, these, the athletes as much as he was. Do you what? mean the black athletes? Why do you, yeah. Why do you think that is? <laughs> <laughs> what do they have in common? They all- uh, no, I mean. Are they nappy headed hoes as uh, D- Don Imus said? Yeah, bust not the Imus. Uh, I'm poor Don Imus. That that Don poor Don Imus. No one should ever ever say that. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) No, I mean, as always, my take on the subject is that everyone is wrong. I I do think that the um, the athletes, you know, regardless of your race, if you want to sit down and protest the country and protest the national anthem, that's totally your right to free speech. But as we've talked about with so many other things, your right to free speech is only re- in regards to the government. So Trump can have his opinion if he wants, but he doesn't have any actual authority over that. But the owners of the teams do 
have a financial stake in their fans. It is entertainment. And if you are upsetting their fans, if you are something that their fans don't stand for, if your fans are not turning out to the games because your players are sitting down for the national anthem, you certainly have the right to fire them just as you have the right to fire a Nazi for attending a a fucking festival. Well, there are many good people at that festival. Yeah. Joey. There's many good people on that field. I don't want... Why are we playing the national anthem? Okay, let's just stop that. Uh, We don't need to play the national anthem at sports games. Is that your fix, uh, J.J. Abrams? Kelly is is right now, like, with her fist in the air. (laughs) Why do we... Pun intended. No other countries do this. very much like, fuck this. This You think think in every Premier League soccer match, they play the God of the Queen? Maybe in Canada, but they don't do it in any other European country. They don't do it in other countries. So, I've said this before. Not Maybe not here, but... I said it before, but nobody knows. Yeah. Um, I I think the idea, so it, it did begin with baseball, obviously, but I I don't know the, it was after world war one. Um, and it was an idea of, um, no, no, it's not. What I'm saying is that, um, we have two warring factions, right? We have two sets of laundry, right? One's wearing the the blue hat, one's wearing the red hat and they're fighting each other. Um, And yet they're all Americans and they're all joined together. So maybe at the beginning, we Mm -hmm. should all say, hey, guess what? You know what? This is this is just for sport. This is not an actual war. This is just a game. And so let's sing the national anthem, it's and then we can get on with the to bring us together, other. and it ends up dividing us a hundred years later. Hmm. I guess, yeah. But 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 I think that th- that's so. It's it began so World War One. There's no specific. Product. There's no specifics of why it began, but that's my best guess as to why it began. Which is just you know, hey, this is all for fun. Let's not let's not lose sight of what's important here. What is important is who is the best perform. What was the best performance of the, you know, the the national anthem? Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. I'm going to say Whitney Houston. <laughs> or I have a second guess, Marvin Gaye. Uh, Lindsay Ridgeway. I'm just kidding around. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who the fucking best. I don't listen. I don't care. Do you not like the national anthem? I think the Star Spangled Banner is actually a fantastic song. Oh. Who who wrote it then? Oh, I don't know if he Francis wrote. Scott he wrote King. the words. Did he write? He didn't write the music. Nice. Did he? No, the he music was a fucking music. like bar tune. Why did he write? When did he write the uh, music? When he was like in prison and on the boat watching the fucking bombs hit New York. He was no, in Fort. He was in Fort eighteen twelve. It was the War of eighteen twelve. Mm. He was in, but he was on the coast watching the bombs. I think oh, it was, was the in, coast. It's in Baltimore. I think okay. it was like it was early light. Whatever it was, like dawn's early light. Those sure. bombs, yeah, that makes some bursting sense. in air. Sounds familiar. This was happening. Yeah, yeah. Red, red. So, Why would they burst in air though? That's kind of stupid. We didn't have planes. Well, the canister will shrapnel goes down. Mm. <laughs> Maybe they were just bad fuses. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I guess it could be. Um, I don't have a Elton John quote to end this. Oh my god! It was a rocket, man. <laughs> Bur- burning out his the rockets up. bursting in midair. There you go. He was burning out his shoes up here a lot. I think it's going to be a long, long time. Till touchdown brings me around again to find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Oh, yo, you're supposed to cut me off. Rocket man.